Hey, hey guys, welcome to another episode, our second ever episode of Getting Uneven. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Corson, and I am so ecstatic, excited, flabbergasted, maybe that's not the right word to use, but overall thrilled to have you here with me to talk about some really badass stuff. I've got some really cool pieces to talk about today. One of them is from my favorite, one of my favorite films. The other is just a huge passion of mine and always has been, always will be. Uh, and I cannot wait to get into them. Um, both these pieces I've actually owned for quite a while now. Uh, I recently brought them into my home and my fiance, she, she gets quite the kick out of them. Uh, one more than the other, but we'll get into that pretty soon. Um, before I, I jump into it, I just want to let you guys know how much I appreciate it for you guys listening and for all of your feedback so far and just for picking us up, subscribing, following, all that stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, if y'all are ready to talk about some weird, some cool, some random stuff, then let's do it. So our theme for today is going to be weaponry. Um, I've picked two weapons in my collection to sort of show off. Uh, so the first is going to be beautiful. It's a piece that I've owned for, oh, let's see, almost 10 years now. It is a firearm and living in Texas, you know, I have to have this. So this is made by a company that I'm going to pronounce Pieta, Pieta, I'm not too sure it's Italian. It is the world's leading historical firearms reproduction company. They make reproduction firearms of historic reproduction models of firearms uh, that have great historical significance or value. Uh, and they make them down to the T to the plans of the original. Um, they look feel and work the exact same way as the originals. Uh, so this one in particular is once again by uh, Pieta. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. If I'm not, I apologize. Uh, and it is a Colt, a reproduction of a Colt Navy 1851. And Colt 1851 Navy, however you want to say it. And it is absolutely beautiful. It's got everything you need. It's got the octagonal barrel. It's got it's got the brass. It's got the beautiful dark wood handle. It just works so amazingly. I'm holding it here in front of me, and you can hear it. That sound. It takes you back to the old tombstone days and things like that, the old western days that everybody, you know, immortalizes and lives up. Uh, and, you know, it, it's been one of my favorite pieces because... You know, this company, if you know anything about it, it's run by a family. Um, a guy who was born uh, in, the, I want to say the 30s, 1938, I think it was. Um, and he he was he was poor. He was he was born in Italy, and he was very poor. Um, he went to school, but that was, you know, just for a little bit. And he was working in a factory. Uh, and he passed this great work ethic on to his sons. And he didn't have a lot of money either, so he, he, he couldn't pay for his sons to study a lot. Um, but what he did pass on down to 
down to them and their words, that great work, work ethic and knowledge. Um, that's something that you can't buy, uh, you know, and they actually ended up working in a factory, a, a firearms factory, putting guns together. And uh, he actually, one of the sons, Giuseppe, I believe it was, wound up opening his own Paeta, uh shotgun factory, making some of the finest shotguns in the area. Um, and then they started to focus on beautiful weaponry that was older because, as you know, the American West was has been immortalized not only in America but around the world. And so everybody wanted these old Marlin 3030s and these old Colt armies and Colt navies from the 50s, 1850s. Uh, but obviously finding one is going to be tough, and if you do find one, it's going to be expensive. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. So... These reproductions were cheap to make, but they look, act, and feel just like the originals. Um, they are amazing. I, I love them. You know, I, I wish I could find more, and my my goal is to find more. Uh, and but it's beautiful. It's a forty-four caliber black powder revolver, and like I said I've had it for about ten years. I bought it when I was nineteen at a gun show down here in Texas. Uh, so that's one of my favorite pieces. And I try to keep it in the best shape that I can. But yeah, so that is the Paeta version of the Colt 1851 Navy 44 caliber black powder revolver. Uh, before we get going into the next part, which is my favorite weapon that I own in my collection, um, we're going to take a quick break. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, let's dig into this next piece. If you love movies, if you love the 80s, if you love action, if you love swords and weapons and badassery all around, then you are going to love this next piece. So, this is from the 80s film Highlander. If you know that film, if you know me, you know it's one of my favorites. It stars Christopher Lambert and Sean Connery. That was a terrible, terrible take on an accent, but everybody knows who that is. Um, if you don't know the film, it's an awesome film. Uh, Scottish Highlanders with who are immortal and can only be killed by decapitation, trying to win a grand prize to basically obtain all knowledge and do crazy stuff. Um, it's a really awesome show. If you haven't seen it, then you should really, really check it out. Um, it is so... It's just a great film all around. So, what I have is, like I said, from that film, it is what is called a show sword, uh, or a show piece. So, this is a sword from the film. It uh, is... Of course, in the film, they have swords. So it is a, a sword that wasn't used in combat or in stunts. Uh, it was only used for looks, for show. So that's why it's called a show sword. So it was used, uh, you know, maybe just uh, to be put on a belt. Maybe it was put on the belt of an extra. Maybe it was lying in the background. Either way, it was used in the film. Uh, I do have 
their certificate of authenticity uh, from the studio. And, you know, I actually found this um, at a pawn shop. It sounds weird, but I found it at a pawn shop. And I looked it up, and it's a real thing. Um, This is back in the day I looked this up. Back in the wee early days of the internet. Um, I've owned this for going on 13 years now. I bought it when I was 16. And yes, in Texas, you can buy swords when you're 16. I don't know about anywhere else, but you can. Now, you can also wield swords here in Texas now. Open carry them. I can just have it on my belt if I want. That's why I love Texas. Uh, But yeah, so this thing's awesome. It's badass. It's black. It's got some silver threading around the handle. The, uh, The blade itself is a steel. The whole sword in length is 43 and a half inches long. Um, it's heavier than a mother, man. It is badass. It's cool. If anybody ever wants to break in, I'm just going to hold this. I'm going to bust out of my room and maybe nothing more than my boxers holding this with ketchup all over my face so they think it's blood. And I'm just going to be screaming. And I want to watch them defecate all over themselves and run away. And it'll do the trick. Um, but yeah, this is one of my favorite pieces because once again, it's just a conversation starter. You know, people are looking around your house like, okay, cool. You got like 47 skulls. Oh, cool. You got a stuff, you know, a taxidermy alligator over here. A WTF, that's a sword in the background. And you're like, yeah, bro, let me tell you about it. So then you go on this whole story and you talk about it. And they hold it and they feel the power of the Highlander and they feel like they want to go decapitate somebody. You know, not anything too brutal, but, you know, in a good way, if there's such a thing as a good decapitation. Uh, But, yeah, man, I mean, it's probably my favorite weapon that I own. Um, And it wasn't the first weapon that I owned, but it's probably my favorite. Don't tell my other weapons that, please. They might get jealous. Um, But, yeah, so it's just badass. My fiancé loves it. Um, Our kiddo loves it. He held it. And, of course, it's, you know... He can barely hold it up, but he's a strong little guy. He can do it. He's three and a half, so he's got this. Um, but yeah, it's it's badass. It's a badass piece. Um, yeah, it's so cool. So that is my weapons podcast for the day. Uh, you know, I'm all about weapons. As they say in the new show, weapons are part of my religion. I'm from Texas, so that's true. 100%. Okay, guys, well, I just wanted to thank you again for listening, for subscribing, for sharing. Um, You can go on to our Facebook, to our uh, Instagram. You can email us at gettingunevenpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon. So if you want to support us, go over there. A little donation every month helps. Uh, You can find a link on our uh, any of our social media sites to help support the show. It really does help. Um, I love doing this. So if you want to hear more awesome stuff, uh, just, you know, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, you know, let everybody know about it. It doesn't take that much time, but we really, really appreciate it. Uh, you know, and like I said, you can find us on Google podcasts, on Apple podcasts, on Spotify, on breaker, on pocket cast, on so many different platforms. So if you have any questions, hit us up on our social media, on our Gmail, anywhere you can or like, whatever's most convenient for you. Thanks again, guys, and I really appreciate it. Y'all have a good one, and as always, stay creepy.